Do you have the time to listen to me whine about a shitty movie about a guy in a basket? That's right. We watched Basket Case. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Moon Goons, happy October, and welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton, and with me today is my ex-conjoined twin who now lives in a box, <laughs> Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron. Yeah, I don't even get a basket, I get a box. Yeah, you just get a box. <laughs> you, get, you get my laundry basket with my sneaky socks in it. God, no wonder I'm on a murderous rampage. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, guys. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Um, you know, hanging in there. All right. Well, that's the most we can ask for. But it, you know what? It is October now. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, I'm thrilled about that. And we're going to kick things off with an oldie but a goodie. A classic that for some reason, I don't know how we haven't gotten to yet. Well, it's always been, always, always been on our radar. Yeah. It just, it just kept mean, getting, the can kept getting kicked, the basket, if you will, yes, kept, getting, kept kicked. getting kicked down the road. It just, we just never picked it up. It was always like, hey, let's do basket. Oh, I've got this one already lined up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and like, it, it yeah. just, it, oh, let's do basket. Well, it's December. We got to do, whole, you know, it's like we just never, it never yeah. came yeah, together. I, yeah, I probably was like, everybody knows Basket Case. I mean, most people, have, if you don't know this movie, then I don't know what's going on. But most people know about it. So I was like, eh. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard of Basket Case, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Are you mental or something? <laughs> you, you live in a basket? <laughs> um, you live in a basket? <laughs> Get it right, Marshall. Quit saying box. <laughs> I said basket that time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing Basket Case. And uh, this week is uh, Aaron. This was uh, Aaron's choice, actually. He decided, you know what, let's just fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, it's like, let's let's do so it. Like, All right, let's do it. You're going to take the lead on this one. Um, but before we do, let's uh, first of all, I want to say a big shout-out to all of our Patreons. Again, just uh, thank you very much for you guys who continue to support, even during our hiatuses. Hi, 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 hiatuses? Hiatuses? Hi, that sounds too much like hi-tai. Multiple hiatus. Multiple, multiple hiatus. Well, it's not really multiple. Like last, we just. I don't know. Last anyway, week was just bad timing, but. Yeah, last week was just bad. But yeah, um, but thank you for sticking with us, and hopefully more of you guys will jump on board as well. Uh, we appreciate the support. We love you guys. Um, with that said, I don't think there's anything else I really have to say or talk about. I uh, want to mention right now. Um, we have a big, uh, big block. We will say our Halloween episode this year is going to be a big blockbuster movie. A, we got a big one locked in, in this, loaded up in the barrel. Lock stock and uh, ready to go on, on a big, 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 big movie for this year. It's, it's funny because I don't even know what it is because you never tell me. We talked about it. We talked about it. <laughs> you st- I still don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you do. You just forgot. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, for Let's talk about Basket Case. This movie was released in 1982, an oldie, but like I said, written and directed by Mr. Frank Henenlotter. 
who also directed Brain Damage, uh, Basket Case 1, 2, and 3. I did not realize they made a third one. Right? I know there was I knew two. They made a sequel, yeah. I didn't realize they made a third. Apparently, it was like right on the heels of number two. Yeah. Uh, Frankenhooker, uh, Bad Biology, and That's Sexploitation, which is a documentary, I guess he did. Uh, you can currently find this movie on a lot of places. It's on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, and Tubi. Uh, that's where I watch it because it's free. Uh, and really the only two people in the cast I'm going to mention. Only two people. Uh, first, our main guy, Dwayne, is played by Kevin Van Hentenreich. 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 Remember Heidenreich? That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> saying that maybe uh, remind me of Heidenreich. Um, Such a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they try to relaunch the Legion of Doom with Heidenreich and Animal, like, come on. Yeah. What the fuck? That was bad. That was terrible. Uh, this guy was in actually 13 credits. Three of those are Basket, Basket Case. Basket 1 and 2 and 3. three. Uh, he was also in Brain Damage, directed by, by the same director, where he played where he played Man in Basket. Nah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So does, does Brain Damage and Basket Case take place in the same universe? <laughs> he plays Man in Basket in a different movie. And then Casey's played by uh, Beverly Bonner. She's getting also 13 credits. Basket Case 1, 2, and 3. However, in three, this is weird because she plays a different character, hmm. which is really weird because normally when you say person in the same franchise, they play the same character. Right. You don't really have somebody come back and play a different character that's already been in the previous movies. That's just a weird. That's just weird. Well, PJ Souls played a, a teacher in Halloween 2018. Well, that's a little different. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's. Yeah. But she and, where she. and three, like I said, in one and two, she kind of. Bigger parts in three, she's just a simple fast food manager, extra person. Weird. Uh, she's also in Brain Damage, Frank and Hooker, and Bad Bodies. So, all of uh, Frank Henenlotter's other films. So, again, more of the, you know, want to date? Same, same. Oh, man, I want to do Frank and Hooker, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one that we've been on our radar for a while, just haven't done. Um, so, that, that's really all I got to talk about for now. Uh, I'll come back to the end and uh, close up shop with the uh, end of the show stuff. But so, uh, Aaron. Let's open up this basket and see what we got here. Okay, uh, just a disclaimer. Um, I was taking notes, and I just decided I don't want to take notes anymore. <laughs> so I lifted these from IMDb. So oh, Jesus just, Christ. Just full disclaimer. Full disclaimer. These are not my words. Uh, I will edit it as much as I possible, but I'm just – no plagiarism here. I'm not on that Cinemasker shit, so – I don't know. Did you hear about that? No. So Cinemasker does their Halloween uh, movie monster madness yeah. thing. So their very first video, and they're saying it's going to be on our website because it's going to be too extreme for YouTube. They're going to be, you know, showing movie clips and gore and stuff like that, right? Their very first episode. It's it's around the world, so it's in England, and they're doing oh, the, the, 28 honestly, days I, later. I was about to ask if you're doing. Like, you're talking this year. This like seasons. The very this this seasons. Okay. And right off the bat. Someone at Cinemasker, one of the, I, they say it's a newer guy, newer employee, copy and pasted someone else's review and jokes and put it in there as their own. And so they read the first one, and fans just jumped down their fucking throat. And they're like, whoa, we, James Rolfe, you know, the, the nerd was yeah. like, I had no idea. I have no clue. We found this. Hey, thank you for telling us. We had to talk with the guy. He's new. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think he was trying to harm us or any, harm anybody or, you know, but we all know that's plagiarism, and we don't appreciate. It. Like, thank you know, but yeah, they caught some shit for that, man. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I big time. So I'm just full disclaimer. <laughs> IMDb, thank you. 
So here we. This is gonna be interesting. To see how this goes. Ah, right. be fine. It's actually streamlined it a little bit. Most time, I just talk about boobs and stuff. But anyway, <clears throat> we that's what we, the people want, man. The people want the boobs. So first, we open up a creep like a house, kind of in the woods. Kind of seems kind of odd. Residential home, it appears, of Dr. Julius Lifflander. Uh, yeah, that's his name. And he's trying to leave his house or laboratory, but he gets scared by some some shaking and shimmering in the woods and the trees. He's like, hello, hello, who, who's there? And he goes, oh, God. <laughs> and he <laughs> runs back to his house has to, and, like, clumsily unlocks it and gets himself back in the house. Yeah, that is so... Awkward it's really awkward. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! He runs over. He calls the police on a fucking rotary phone. Nine. One. One. Yeah, kids. If you know what that is, look. Go to the old Google machine and. Oh man, it's so funny. And he's like, had one of those. In his basement, at his house, it was the basement phone line, and I actually still can't remember the number, but I won't. I don't think it's in service, but I won't say it anymore on air. But. I remember when you moved. Like, I wanted that phone. For some reason, I wanted that thing as, as a keepsake, that old basement phone. Because I was like, 90% of the time I call you, how we talk, like, I just call it a basement phone because you were down there playing Mortal Kombat. Or yeah, Street absolutely. Or, or it was kind of my <laughs> office, if yeah, you will. Like, yeah. Just call it a basement phone. Just go all. Dude, my parents were fucking hippies. They had an American flag with a peace sign instead of the stars on yeah. there hung up, and I would answer on the rotary phone like, what's up? Hurry up, man. I got fucking Scorpion on the ropes here, dude. I love that old rotary uh, phone. So he's on the phone with the... He's on the old rotary phone with the police. He's like, oh, police! Oh, God! There's, ho- hold on! Hold on! <laughs> and then you hear... Bonk, bonk. <sighs> for a while and shadows kind of moving he's like oh god police did the police hang up on him because they're not there anymore oh, you, you don't put the cops on hold dude yeah you don't call 911 and say, hey uh, hold on a sec please can I put you on hold hold on a second please for your life you don't say please hold so the cops aren't there anymore and he so he then he reaches into his desk drawer and pulls out a gun you know, pulls out a little revolver. He's like, I've got a gun and I will shoot you. <laughs> More shadows. And then he just starts shooting blindly into the night. Just, oh yeah, I forgot the lights got cut. When the lights got cut, he goes, oh no. <laughs> Which is really funny too. This guy's a great actor. <laughs> He's just shooting into the night going, ah, ah, bang, 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 shooting into the night. Click, click, click. He backs against the wall. You don't see anything except this big meaty hand shoots up from underneath the screen, grabs onto his face by kind of like by his mouth, pulls him down. He pops back up again. His face is now bloody. He's like, ah, again, grabs his face. Pulls him down off screen, and that's how we start the movie. That's death number one. Nice. <laughs> death number one. <laughs> so we cut then to the opening credit screen, and we have Dwayne Bradley, our, uh, our, our main character here, arriving to New York City, walking down Times Square. And we're talking Times Square when Times Square was fucking dirty. Yeah, this is not my day nice New York. This was... 
late crime 70s crime, dirty late 70s early 80s <laughs> yeah yeah i mean titty clubs everywhere nudes 25 cent dances i mean it just all over the place i'm like shit yeah yeah it's like tumbleweeds of newspapers just blowing down the street this guy comes up and he's like hey man what you want you want some crack you want some blow i got percocets i got lewds i got lsd i got got maui wowie i got dudes i got dudes this this guy's pitch was amazing (laughs) yeah just amazing just the laundry list of drugs (laughs) prostitutes and i don't know fucking ducks whatever you whatever you want he could get it it was incredible and these guys he's just He was the Times Square version <laughs> of the Resident Evil Merchant. He's the, drug, <laughs> the shady Times Square drug dealer version. But yeah, yeah, Dwayne's not even not even looking at him. Not even, just in a trance, just walking forward, carrying a giant basket, wicker a basket. giant wicker basket. He arrives at a hotel called. Can we talk about Dwayne's here for a second. Sure. The perm on this guy was holy shit. So big. It's huge. It's not necessarily an afro. It's not. It's, it, like, it, it's, but like it's a cross between like an afro and a mullet. If it it's was perm. Like it, a perm to mullet. It's it's so feathery and big. Big. It's just big. Goofy. Yeah. And long. Not that long. I mean, it's down to his back of his neck. But man, it is a sight to behold. It is something, hair. man. That, you got, you're right. That haircut is a character in itself, yeah. essentially. And we move on. I said, it needs, that hair needs its recognition yeah so he he arrives at the hotel broslin and i really wanted to call it hotel bronson <laughs> so i'm just going to call it hotel bronson sure, <laughs> so he arrives at hotel bronson and he meets anthony the hotel manager who is the best yes the thank you. best fucking character in the movie boom thank you uh, I, must, <laughs> I love this fucking guy this hotel guy is Awesome. Just absolutely astounding. He's a heavy set, middle aged guy, bald, just over animated, New Yorker to the fucking core. This guy wears like khakis with like just a wife beater suspenders. A dirty shirt with suspenders. <laughs> yeah. I fucking he's got like a like a nod on cigar. Yeah, the little nubby cigar cigar. Fucking book. love these guys. Best character I agree with you. Hundred percent the best character in the movie. And he's giving awesome. him shit. He's just like, Look, man, I don't want any fucking weirdos. How long you stay well, how long are you gonna stay? A day, a tom- an hour, a day, a week? Come on <laughs> <laughs> Like, Yes More of that guy, please. Yes. But Dwayne's like, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna stay for a couple nights. Uh, yeah, he pays up front, and you know the guy's like, twenty bucks up front, you know, for one day. He's really aggressive about it because I guess he's, he obviously this is a shitty hotel, a lot of low lifes there. Yeah, that's where you gotta pay. get the money up front. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, no problem, and he pulls a fucking wad, a rapper like style wad, Scarface yeah. level type wad, and just starts peeling off twenties for about like a week the or same two. Tw- like the wad is made of like fifties and hundreds, and then and he he, he gives into the guy, and he's just like, whoa, and he's like, this okay. Real? Yeah, he like holds it up to the light. And one of the guys in the lobby who's watching this, he's drinking. He's like, holy shit, he's loaded. Yeah, this old, comes, he's like this yeah. older drunken guy who's just drunk the whole time sits in the lobby. Yeah. So he goes up He goes up to room seven. But the, Yeah, I just want to comment on the, the – there's a fun little joke there about – because you know, we're talking about Anthony, the, the hotel guy. Because that drunk guy, like you say, like, whoa, he's loaded. And Anthony's like, yeah, so are you. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> he's That's so right. drunk. Like, just playing words. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Anthony, you the best. Anthony, you the best. <laughs> Who better than Anthony? <laughs> oh, boy, better than Anthony. <laughs> <clears throat> so she, Dwayne heads up to the room, and he runs into Josephine, this lady who's chit-chatting about an old guest. 
this lady who seems like she's going to be kind of a character, she's talking about how, oh, there was an old lady who used to live in there, and she said she was rich. Yeah. And she's telling a whole fucking story. And then uh, she gets done with the story about how the old lady was rich, and, oh, we were all wrong about her. And she turns around and just runs down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird choice. I don't think you ever see her again. Like, you, you see her here and there, but she's not a char- She's not really an important character. No, I, yeah, I thought the same thing. You're like, oh, she's going to be around, or yeah. she's going to be the nosy neighbor or something. But nope. nope. Yep. So he does go upstairs, and he goes inside his room. Dwayne unlocks his basket. And he, when he gets inside, he, he he leaves and comes back with a sack full of fucking hamburgers. Just <laughs> he asks the guys like, "Hey, where's some food to get? Like pizza?" Blah, like, and they're, they're making fun. Of it. It's like, "Oh, well, we don't have any fucking escargot or you know, <laughs> leg of lamb." He's like, "No, I just want burgers or pizza." Because they're making fun of him because he's got money apparently. But he comes back with just a bag bags full of hamburgers and he starts dumping them into the baskets like oh you're hungry here you it's go it's whippy's wet dream yeah <laughs> why well, that's such a weird reference <laughs> it is a weird one <laughs> i don't know if any of our listeners know who wimpy is probably not but damn wimpy was a character from popeye <laughs> who would say i would pay you tuesday for a burger today and like he just loved he burgers. loved hamburgers that was just a big deal. And like the thing, it was like the comic thing. Like he'd come up, like you know, the big like tr- like uh, 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 stereotypical like dining circular dining tray with like the big, uh, you know, like uh, a metal, silver dome. Silver dome. Thank you on top of it, and you'd lift off and just be like a pyramid, a pile of hamburgers for him. And that, that's basically so I'm like, dude, wimpy, <laughs> wimpy. Wow, that's deep. Oh, that deep one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> as the basket is eating burgers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's making that noise too. Uh, Dwayne re- is reading through a thick volume of medical papers where he appears he was a patient at one time. Yes. Um, <clears throat> at night, Dwayne's trying to sleep, and he keeps uh, talking to himself, and he's yelling at the basket, "Hey, quit talking to me! I'm trying to sleep here. Why do you always want to have a conversation when I'm trying to go to sleep?" And you don't hear any vocalizations. And it's clear that he seems to be talking to himself, or he's had, he's got some sort of mental problem. <clears throat> uh, he just wants to sleep. Uh, let's see. B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b. So this in the morning <laughs> we have Dwayne waking up, and here's is where he meets Casey. Casey is uh, this. She, I don't know. If she's a prostitute. Yeah, or I, that's kind of what I get from her. She's she's a prostitute. Yeah, she seems to be a prostitute. She's a little I mean, older, a little she's wiser. Like, she's she's like leading like a old man. Like He's like old, feeling on her butt. Yeah, into a room. Yeah, she's definitely a prostitute. Yeah, definitely. That, that's how she makes her money. That's yeah. how she keeps her rent. But she tells him. She tells Dwayne, "Hey, you know, I saw someone sneaking. We didn't talk about this either, but there was a guy, Brian, that the old drunk guy who was loaded. Also, is Brian Mickey O'Donovan." He was peeping through the keyhole because he saw Dwayne had that wad of bills, and she warns about him. <coughs> and it's kind of nice because so you get the idea that she's actually a pretty good person. Because yeah. she's like, "Hey, man, you know, if I heard you got money. This guy is creeping on you. Just, just keep your shit put away. Be careful with your money. There's someone peeping on you." And you're like, "Okay, this this is a stand-up gal. I like her. She's all right." So Dwayne he leaves the place with basket in tow and he's going to a doctor's appointment he goes to see dr harold needleman md yes needleman so when he goes in this doctor's office and i don't know what it's like in new york but god damn is this a depressing fucking doctor's office 
It's just a small windowless office yeah. and then rooms. It's I mean, bleak. It is really bleak looking. Also, I love how they get like all the doctors like like the nerdiest like names. They get like like Link Letter or Liftlander L- Lift and, and Needleman. Like you could tell like there's the guys with the the tape on the glasses. Like yeah, you like, Needleman. This writer just hates doctors. So. In comes Dwayne with this basket, and he talks, starts talking to the receptionist, Sharon. And they seem to hit it off, like, right away. Yes. He, and he's like, hey, I'd like to make an appointment. I'm, And she's like, well, you know, if you don't have an appointment, you know, you can – and she's ironically saying, you can see how busy we are. There's, like, no one in the office. He's like, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and say you made an appointment. What's your name? And he's like, well, my name's, you know – Dwayne Bradley, but don't say that. Just say Dwayne Smith. He want, I want to. Uh, he's a family friend. I want to surprise him. And she goes, "Oh, that's good. He could use a surprise." Yeah, she is a total ditz off the charts, but I kind of love her. She's trying to make small talk with uh, Dwayne, <clears throat> uh, and at first, Dwayne's just kind of like, "Hey, I, I don't really want to talk to you." But then, after he does finally ask her for a, you know, sets up a date. She's infatuated with that hair, man. Yeah, that hair's got some powers. <laughs> it's got some powers. <clears throat> He's got bigger hair than she does. So after he sets up a nice date, he does go in to uh, see... Needleman. Needleman. And Needleman's office is weird. It's just like... It looks like an office in, in like a dark wooden room. And then over to the, to the left is the exam room, which is a very small exam room. It's just weird. So he goes in to see him, and Needleman doesn't recognize him. He's just like, who are you? What are you doing? Okay, you need, a, you need an appointment? You need an examination? He's like, oh, yes, I need to be seen. <laughs> He's like, take off your clothes and go in there. So he goes in there, <clears throat> takes off his clothes, and we see Dwayne has a giant scar, huge scar all over the right side of his body. Um, Needleman, he's, he's taken aback when he sees this. He's like, <gasps> you know, he's, oh, my God. You know, he's, he's taken aback. Dun, 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 yeah, I know, there, right? I don't have that one. So, Dwayne, when he gets up and he leaves, he takes off. Needleman is freaking out, and he tries to contact Liftlander, but he can't. So he decides to phone Judith Cutter. So he calls her up, and I love this fucking scene because <laughs> we he's he's calling this other doctor, and it's the they, we can't we go to the other doctor who's having dinner. With a boy toy. Yep, straight up boy toy. Yeah, I mean, she's she's an older, like, middle-aged woman, you know, still looking good. Kind of gave me as a corny v- Weaver vibe, yeah, mildly, little, you know? M- yeah, very Yeah, mild. I kind of yeah. got that, just the way she was calm and the way she delivered all of her, stu- all of her lines and stuff. And she's having a candlelit dinner, and, and she's like, here, she's have in, some like, more wine. red dress. Yeah, she's looking that. pretty, like, you know, she's got her doomy f- outfit on. Yeah. And the guy's looking, he's like, oh, I'm getting kind of tipsy. She's like, drink more. I like it. She's like, I'm slurring my speech. She's like, I like it when you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like it when you're drunk. You're you know, yeah, you don't, you're not here for conversation, pal. You're here to pound this puss. <laughs> exactly. So let's, let's, uh, let's just cut out the middleman. But the phone keeps ringing. She's like, I'm going to go get that phone. She goes and answers the phone and Needleman is freaking. He's like, this is Dr. Needleman. She's like, who, what? <laughs> who? And then she's like, oh shit, you. It's like, do you know who I saw today? And he's just, but he's just freaking out about how you know. In came, you know, the 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 subject with you know the you know the subject, the special one. He's talking about how he can't get a hold of Liftlander. Um, he suspects that Liftlander's dead, and he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. He's really freaking out. And he's trying to tell her like Warner, and she's like, you know what? I got some hot dick in the other room. <laughs> I ain't got time for this. This is me hanging up now. 
kaboom. And she handles it like a fucking boss. Yeah, she does. <coughs> I love that. Yeah, she, she's not bad. She's pretty, mm-hmm. she's, she's good. She's a good character, yeah. I guess. I see how you do this now. <laughs> like you just, uh, where, where, where was I? Where was I? Yeah. Okay, Dwayne. <clears throat> we have Dwayne. Then, he, you know, it's it's night that night, and he's in the cinema. He's 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 in Times Square watching a kung fu flick. Uh, Old checking out a, a, a Sunny Chiba chick flick. R.I.P. Sunny Chiba. Um, and as he's watching it, he is dozing off. And I kind of feel the same because as I was watching the movie, I was kind of dozing off. Because this movie is dark, a little slow, not a lot of musical stings. Yeah. A lot of times. Man, there were times I was like, ugh. <laughs> That's why I didn't write my notes. <laughs> I was like, uh, I'd be writing on a pen and page and just like, ugh. You know? <laughs> it's like when you're fo- when you're typing up a paper, like a on, you're on a fucking all-nighter and you're writing a paper and you're typing on the keyboard and you're like, ugh. Your finger falls on the Z. It's like, Z, 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 Z. <laughs> That's what it was like taking notes on this. <clears throat> but as he's watching the martial arts film, he dozes off. A thief jumps up and steals the basket and is attacked. He's He takes the basket into the bathroom. And then you hear him just go, ah, just screaming and yelling. <laughs> Dwayne wakes up out of his sleep, runs down. He notices the basket's gone. He's like, oh, shit. And he runs down the hall. And out of the bathroom comes the thug, the thief. His face is all just torn to pieces, just scratched all up. And he runs out. And in comes Dwayne. He's like, oh, are you okay? Oh, we need to get you out of here. And it's a shot from inside the basket looking out. Mm-hmm. POV. Yeah, good POV. Yeah, not so easy, is it? These notes kind of suck, honestly. So Sharon, we go back to Dr. Needleman's office. Sharon has left for the day. She's like, bye, Dr. Needleman. Needleman. And... Dwayne comes up to the office and he opens up the bo- open up to the basket and he leaves it open. He's like, "Hey, be quick about it. And when you get a chance, grab the medical records." I'm like, "Okay." So, Needleman starts to hear <sighs> more bumping and pounding. "Who's there? Hello?" Ah, he comes around the corner to an office, turn on the light. We see a mask kind of holding on the side of the wall. He flips on the light and bum bum bum. <laughs> we finally see the creature inside the basket and oh my god does it look like crap <laughs> it literally does it looks like a giant mound of skin toned shit <laughs> it's it's a flesh turd it's a giant flesh turd there's hardly any semblance of human other nope. than a head that goes there's not even like shoulders no nope. a, a head that kind of no neck just a head that kind of goes into a massive blob, and then there's arms, like weird like stubby <laughs> arms with like hands that have four fingers and a or three fingers and a thumb, like like a fucking Simpsons character. You know, it's just like the penguin from Batman. Yes, and it's got like long nails, yeah. like almost claws. And yeah, it's just a mound of sack. It looks like a giant elephant turd, just with flesh flesh color and <laughs> arms sticking out of Jesus. it. <laughs> Like how you go poop. <laughs> <laughs> look at the. Tell me that doesn't look like a, the poop emoji isn't based on this guy. If replace, you the, a, if you, replace the poop emoji with this thing, and you have you're not far off. It's not that you're far, not off. far off. You have like a, whole, a Halloween version <laughs> yeah. of the poop emoji. <laughs> so Doctor Meadowman goes and has a fight, Meadowman. a struggle as he carries around this puppet, essentially <laughs> attached to his face, and. Uh, ah, uh, ah, that's going on for a while. Yeah. 
We do see Needleman's face, and the gore's not bad. There's big gashes in his face, and there's lots of blood and stuff, and he basket case takes down Needleman. Is it? No, I think that's later, so never mind. Go on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. Kill number two. Needleman's dead. And he, he grabs the medical records and hightails it back to Dwayne, hops in the basket, and off they go. Dwayne is so happy with Basket Case's performance that he decides to buy him a television set. Uh, he's like, hey, man, check it out. I got it special. You can watch whatever you want. He, he hooks it up, and he turns it on, and it's just fuzz. And he's like, okay, enjoy, and just splits <laughs> on him. I'm like, you asshole. He's in a basket, and he can't, it's hard for him to obviously get around. You, you didn't even, like, adjust the rabbit ears or anything. You just turned on snow. I don't think he even put the rabbit ears up. He just plugged it in and said, I'm out. See ya, bitch. Oh, so just for uh, the basket case thing does have a name. Yeah, the name does come up as Belial. 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 I, don't yeah. m- I don't remember when it, when the name yeah, is I, said. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't remember when it said, but it's Belial. Which, what the fuck? That is a weird name. What, who names, who comes up with that name? Well, if you're going to name you have a Dwayne, flesh lump. Normal, and then Belial. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking demon you would summon from. Well, that's kind of what he is. I, yeah, He I is guess. just a flesh blob of terror. Belial. <laughs> so, I did like when he did, Dwayne left him with the TV and he reaches out to turn the channel. It just breaks off and he's like, <laughs> no! <laughs> he rages. <laughs> So Dwayne goes out on a drunk or drunk a, a date. I say <laughs> on drunk. a drunk. <laughs> Dwayne goes on a date with Sharon. They go to the they're they're going sightseeing throughout New York, seeing all the hot spots. And he's like, she's like, look, if you really want to see the city, let's not go sightseeing. He's like, I don't care about seeing the city. I just want to see you. Oh, oh, and they're like hitting it off pretty good. She's like, I didn't want to sightseeing either. I just want to spend time with you too. <laughs> and she's not bad looking. Eh, nah, she's easy on the eyes. So I'm yeah. okay with this. They start making out, and as soon as they might start making out, Belial, back at the hotel, yeah. Brazen, Hotel Brazen, starts going, <laughs> a lot of that going on, guys. Yeah. A lot of screaming. Freaks out, me. tumbles out of the basket, and when he tumbles on the floor, Belial suddenly transforms into claymation. Yep. And he goes on the worst ridiculous claymation rampage I think you've, I've ever seen. It's something. Just it, this, it's something. It man. looks so much. It looks more a lot. It looks. It looks healthier. This version of Belial. You know, he's not like the darker skin tone. He's more fleshy. He's not. He just. But he just. I don't know. How does he move? He, he doesn't like put yeah. his arms down. He just scoots. He just scoot. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you would think he, he just scoots around. You have to walk with his arms. Yeah, you have to use his hands his to walk. Stuck like this up, like pointed up at the ceiling thing, and he just kind of scoots. waddles or like. It's like you know if you if you're when you're trying to move like a heavy dresser and he's kind of on each day he's kind of like corner to corner just kind of scoot yeah it's like that's basically what this thing is it's it's the it would be physically impossible for him to propel himself around like it's that. like a slug or something like, like it doesn't even suck because yeah, he doesn't like yeah. inch up and move he just kind of move just somehow waddle, he just waddles from like side to side or front yeah it's. It's really weird. It's looking. ridiculous. But looking. this this claymation scene is bonkers. I love it because it shows him like grab some grab like a bat like a dresser and then throw it in the claymation and they show a live action of someone off screen chucking a dresser <laughs> against the wall and, the lamp, and just yeah it, it's fucking ridiculous. and it just this goes on for a while, but as this claymation massacre is happening, Dwayne 
uh, starts to get a headache. He starts feeling, it's like, oh, God. So uh, they obviously have some sort of psychic link, and that's the connection. Belial and Dwayne have some sort of psychic link. Yes. And Dwayne's like, oh, shit, Belial is pissed that I'm getting my, I'm planning on getting my dick wet, and he is trashing the hotel. So Dwayne goes running off like a goddamn madman holding onto his head. He arrives at Hotel Bronson, and people are, like, a bunch of people freaking out. It's like, it sounds like there's an animal up there. And they're all freaking out, and Dwayne's like, oh, shit. He starts to run through, trying to get through the crowd of people. Sharon is behind him, like, Dwayne, where are you going? So she was on his tail the whole time. <laughs> How far is it from fucking Ellis Island? Yeah, they're at the Statue of Liberty <laughs> at one point. To get back to the mainland. It's pretty funny. And if you're on foot, I mean, did he take a cab? Did she take a cab? Did they share a cab? Did yeah, did, he, did they ride the subway? <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's like, how did she get back there with him, too? And like, she's so just, she's like, okay, she waits a little bit for him to get a little <laughs> bit of a lead. Then she takes the chase. But he's, he's, he's he yells her, he's like, get back, get out of here, I'll get the fuck out of here. He just tries to scare her off. He runs upstairs and he's like, whoa, Belial, why'd you do? And people are coming in after him. You know, they're, they're trying to, they're freaking out. He sees, he sees the smash room. He can't find Belial. People are banging on the door like, there's an animal. There's something wrong. Someone got hurt. Everyone's going, whoever's in there going crazy. Everyone rushes in. No one sees anything. Someone opens the basket and looks inside the basket. Nothing's in the basket. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dwayne's like, oh, shit. Nothing's in the basket. Okay. Kind of like, okay. Let's hope it works out. Everyone seems satisfied that nothing is in the room, but they're like, man, maybe someone out the window. Who knows? And they all leave the room. <clears throat> After they all leave the room, Dwayne looks over to the bathroom, and up pops a hand out of the fucking toilet, the toilet. a la Ghoulies. Fuck, he looks like a ghoulie. Yeah, a fucking toilet. So Belial was hiding in the toilet as the the, the, the mob, if you will. Wait, the, was that now? Or I thought that was later when the cops show up. Oh, it very well could be. I think he's hiding in the toilet oh, when the you're cops right, show you're up. you're right, you're right, you're right. You're totally right. My bad. Whatever. I I don't know where he was hiding at this point. I don't know if they even got into the room at this point. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So they all. Yeah. Spoilers. He hides in a toilet later right. on in the movie. <laughs> but as that crowd that like was the shit turd, flesh like turd the shit turd he is. So while the crowd was still in there, I didn't mention it. Uh, they were they were looking around and they saw you know the drunk guy who was loaded. He, who the peeping time the guy was looking at the money he sees the wad of money and he's like oh shit there's the money okay I see it he leaves um, they all leave the room but O'Donovan that's his name his name is O'Donovan he comes back uh, when Dwayne's out of the room to come and steal the money um, he comes back to steal and he is attacked and killed by Belial in, in room 8 uh, so I guess next door he he ticks, he ticked the money left to another room and starts counting the money. And Belial, I guess, Belial, Belial wasn't seen in the, obviously he wasn't the toilet. He did go out the window. He comes in the other window and kills O'Donovan again. All in the glory of holding onto a puppet, screaming and scratches. Get used to that noise. No shit. Um, <laughs> Dwayne feels sick because of Belial's terror, so he comes back running to... What the hell? <laughs> so I take your own notes, then. <laughs> yeah, I guess I need to. <clears throat> Fuck I, it. I, I, at this point, I don't think much happens. We can just skip to... The cops come by. Well, the, the cops, cops, I think, come by after well, they, they find yeah. Needleman's 
body because I guess he. Well, they they come to the hotel because of of you know the the O'Donovan got killed. They find O'Donovan's body. Uh, oh, the O'Donovan. Got yeah, it okay. was in the room next door. They come. The cops come and say, "Hey, you're next door. Your room was wrecked. What's going on? Anything going on? You got a dog or something?" And it was like, "No, I don't have anything." Then they look in the basket. Nothing's there. That's when the toilet gag I, I happens. If they came I'm because, so out of order here, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't remember Goons. if they came if the cops come because of the uh, of O'Donnell or because of uh, Needleman. If, if they connect with Needleman, but yeah, at some point the cops show up, look, and they don't find it, and he's hiding in the toilet. I do love the black cop that's grilling him. He's doing a good job, and holy shit, the guy must be like six eight. He has to duck to get out of the door. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really like use his height in in the shot. Yeah. But when he leaves, he, like, has to duck to get I'm like, Jesus Christ, how <laughs> tall is that guy? Ugh. Um, I, I know at one point, I, I might be skipping here, but I, I, he goes out to a bar with... That's coming up next, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Casey, the prostitute. And they, she takes him and was like, hey, let's go out and just have a drink. Let's uh, hang out yeah. and, and have some fun. And Dwayne takes the basket with him. Yeah, he takes the basket with him to a bar. Yeah, he does. That's where right. he gets drunk and Casey runs into him there. Which is weird. Like nobody asks, like, why are you taking this giant wicker basket with you to the a bar? The only person to ask him about the, the fucking basket is Anthony when he first checks in. He's like, What's in the basket? Yeah. He goes, Closed. He's like, Okay, fair enough. Fair enough for yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like why like Casey like why nobody you go to a fucking bar with a giant wicker basket, like and nobody says anything. New York or, was a weird place yeah, then, man. New Who York, knows? Man. Who knows? But anyway, Dwayne's at the bar and he's getting drunk. And Casey runs into her and she's wearing almost like a fucking genie in a bottle outfit. Yeah, it's like I don't know if it's Halloween or a costume or what is it. She looks yeah, she's kind of like very, weird. It's very genie, my I dream of genie. Dancer, yeah, weird <laughs> disco thing. Yeah. But yeah, she takes him weird. under his wing because she she, she kind of can tell he's the you know like the country mouse in the big city, and it's decides to take him under his wing and talk to him. It's like hey, let's go get a table over there and we'll just talk. Dwayne then spills his fucking life story to him and tells him, like, she asks, what's in the basket? He's like, my brother. And then tells him the whole story about how, you know. Yeah, first he's, he's laughing. They're laughing. Yeah, they're up. laughing. Like, oh, they're hey, fun. It's my brother. He's like, oh, that's funny. And they're laughing, laughing. Yeah, and then comes, like, a 20, 30-minute flashback. And then there's a flashback where Dwayne, it's basically Dwayne telling his story. Mm-hmm. So Dwayne talks about their mother who died giving birth to them. To He and Bilal were then brought up by his aunt and his father would like to kill them both, especially Belial. I don't think the father wanted to kill them both. The father just wanted to kill Belial. He liked Dwayne. Well, Dwayne was normal. And he they they were a package deal at the time. So I think he just wanted to fucking destroy, you know, they had that scene where the baby was in the crib and everyone's looking at it with horrified eyes. Yeah. And he's like, they should just kill this creature. So I guess that was that. Um, but yeah, they have a scene where the aunt is taking care of, Dwayne and Belial when they're con- still conjoined and they're bringing over an in-home instructor to meet with them. Yeah, like I, didn't a, know, a I can't remember that. A teacher or like a social worker or something. One of the two. Yeah. You know, and she... I love how the aunt is talking about how they're two different people, but she never happens to mention that they're fucking conjoined. <laughs> yeah. And when they go in, she, the social worker slash teacher goes in to see him. The open door and Dwayne, it just looks like Dwayne standing there and he's like, huh? And he stands up and he turns, bum, 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 and just this 
It, Belial looks even worse. It's even just, worse. It looks, it looks like a paper mache head <laughs> with like the spikiest teeth and like, and its eyes just move back and forth. It's almost like, oh, is it something with a Q? I think from Total Recall. Uh, Quato. Quato, yeah. Yeah, Quato. very Quato S. Thank you. Uh, only I think Quato looked a little better. <laughs> but What is your problem, Mr. Quaid? <laughs> Open your mind. I love that movie. <laughs> That's a good science fiction That's movie. It's yeah. actually yeah. a pretty decent really one. Anyway, <clears throat> she freaks out. Belial's disgusting, weird-looking little critter. Um, Dad decides, you know, fuck this shit. It's just a lump of flesh uh, hooked up to my son, who I'm considering my son. Let's get rid of this thing. Call it a day. He gets some doctors involved. Needleman, Liftlander, Cutter. Involved, and they come over and they basically hijack him in the middle of the fucking night. Yeah, <laughs> they chloroform his ass. He's like, Oh no, he's like, Bam, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny because they knock out Gas Dwayne, but they and then they knock out Gas Belisle also. <laughs> and it's so much just this dumb puppet. God, it's so it's such a <laughs> weird scene. So they they do the surgery, they remove Belisle from Dwayne's body. Um, Dwayne wakes up and you know he's got a bandage on the side of him. He's like, "Oh no, what happened?" You know, it's like, "Oh, bum bum bum." Again, there's all these like weird shock moments. Dwayne decides he's he starts to have a mental connection. He can kind of telepathically talk with Belial now yeah. that he's been separated. And I, I don't how, see that was, they've been able to do that even before they were separated. Yeah, well, who, again, but there's nothing. Yeah. They even said there's nothing connecting them, just but flesh. There's no. They don't share organs. They don't share. Uh, you know, nerves or anything or yeah. whatever it was, you know, so they don't share bones. They don't share organs. How could there be a connection? But whatever, it's fucking basket case. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's the explanation. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> so he tracks, he mentally fucking uses his radar to find Belial and he's in a goddamn trash <laughs> dump. Garbage. He's in a hefty bag. <laughs> a hefty bag by the dumpster. He's in a fucking hefty bag. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So they didn't even they didn't even kill or euthanize. Yeah, you would think they or they failed horribly for doctors. Do you think they'd be able to kill this thing or bury him or something? Yeah, they just throw him out with the fucking trash. Like if you're trying to be so like we gotta get rid of this thing, we don't want anybody to know what we did. Bury that shit. You don't put it in the dumpster. For throw it in the river. Fire. Yeah, throw it in the river. They can't swim. I mean, what's gonna do? <laughs> I mean, do something. Don't just put it in the dumpster in a fucking oh, hefty bag. God, so. Dwayne digs his ass out. Um, that night, uh, Dwayne's father is woken up by, it sounds like they're fucking got a goddamn construction site going on in the basement. Yeah. Bang, bang, power saw, hammering, zoom, zoom, screws. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, what's going on down there? It takes the dad for fucking ever to go from the top floor to the middle floor to the main floor, to the basement, and then he's walking through the goddamn catacombs of fucking Paris. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, what kind of basement is this? It's like a fucking, it's like the mansion from, Re it's the Spencer mansion. Dude. It just gets darker and weirder and more bizarre the yeah, deeper he a, goes it's, into It's a building from Resident Evil. That's it, all it is. It really is. It, it, like, I'm surprised it doesn't have like, some kind of crazy key puzzle. We had to go get like keys from different rooms and sell like, <laughs> emblems and... All sorts of shit to unlock a door. Got to move things, puzzles, pieces around <laughs> to open doors. You need oh, you need the heart key for this lock. Right, you, you only need, have the diamond key. <laughs> you need a red gem and a blue gem for the tiger eyes. 
It's just, it just gets so weird. And he, he comes across, he sees that there was some sort of construction. They were putting something together. Can't tell what it is. Yeah. But he looks over and he sees a fucking giant <laughs> saw. Like, we're talking a tree saw. Like, we're cutting, like, yeah. giant logs in half. A it's logging true. saw. I don't know what you call it's, it. But it's, like, like a, it's like a circular saw for logs. Like in a, a, a fucking mill, a tree yeah, mill. a tree mill. It's a giant circular it's tree saw. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. In their basement. In the basement. It suddenly becomes like a Saw movie or something now. Like, what the hell is that? It's just so weird. Why would that be there? <laughs> That's why he made his money, man. He, he's, a, he's a lumberjack. He a, a, a singular, a singular, one man, <laughs> one Saw, one basement. That's how I make my living. That's how he started. You know, he started oh, as a simple lumberjack. That was his first Saw. There and then you he, go. He rose up the ranks and then he owned the lumberjack company and now he's uh, that's that's where they made the money. So <laughs> the father know. turns and looks at the saw like he's never seen it before, like whoa! And we see a hand reach up, a mangled little Belial hand, pull a lever, and somehow the fucking saw blade, the massive saw blade, becomes dislodged, rolls down a plank, and cuts dad right in half the long way up yep. from from from. You know, groin to groin to head, forehead, yeah. from dead. the taint to the top. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love that, man. It's so because it's so different from anything in this movie. It's like what the what? Yeah. It's so out of place. It's like something like a like I said, like a booby trap from a saw movie or something else, where it's like this giant saw. Like you can see like these these wooden like apparatus like holding it. It's like, like sawing a pendulum. It comes rolling down this ramp and this weird contraction contraption it's 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 something else <laughs> it's man. definitely something it's crazy <laughs> so the ant is uh you know he we he's cut in half dead bodies on the floor uh the ant is then we cut to a scene where the ant's kind of like walking around i guess in the basement i can't tell quite, quite where she is but she's just like hey guys i know you're here don't worry i'm not gonna you know i'm looking for you guys i'm here to take care of you fuck that guy fuck that dad he's a piece of shit out comes Dwayne, gives her a hug, and then you hear Belial going, <laughs> and I guess he scurries on out. <laughs> and they show a picture of her raising Dwayne and Belial, and it's like it almost feels like Little House on the Prairie. She's like in a wooden, everything's wooden. She's in a rocking chair with Belial wrapped up in like a home handmade quilt. He's like and swaddled, or so something. It, and it's like it's just this static puppet that's going. Yeah. <laughs> And she's reading a story to him. I'm like, by the fire. I'm like, good lord, what am I watching? Yeah, it's <laughs> ludicrous. It, it it's very bizarre and sort of like, what the fuck uh, is going on here? And then um, the ant winds up dying, passing away, and I guess that's what it was the catalyst that sent Belial and Dwayne on their revenge tour. Is once they don't have anything to live for, they're like, that's it. Let's get revenge on the people who separated us. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's that's the that's the flashback, which is a long fucking it flashback. Takes a long, yeah, it's, it's about like 20, 20 minutes. 20, 30 minutes of, yeah, flashback. Yeah. So we cut back to, you know, Casey and Dwayne getting drunk, and she's just like, I don't know if I believe all that, Dwayne. You're just drunk. He's like, I never drink. And she's like, yeah, you're drunk. <laughs> you're talking shit. Casey takes him back up, um, helps him get back into his room. You know, he, he takes the basket with him back in his room. Um... She goes into her room next door. They show her getting ready and everything. Um, she's, you know, changing. 
out of her and they, they, they show it very plainly her taking off her red panties they really emphasize her taking off her panties yeah um she gets in the bed she puts her hand behind the pillow. She gets in the bed. We cut back to Dwayne, who opens up the basket and bum, bum, bum. Belial's not in there. We cut back to Casey's room, where she's putting her hands behind the pillow, and she moves the pillow out of the way, and there's Belial. <laughs> like, he's fucking ETing this yeah. shit. He's Just, like, I'm fine with the pillow. I'm ah. like a pillow. She'll never know. <laughs> For a thing with no fucking legs, he just think it's around fat tell me about it like how's he get around so she looks she she feels it like what the fuck is that and then like turns to look Ugh. i think he grabs some boob too i think he <laughs> he does something she's like ah she screams <laughs> she runs out everyone pours out in the hallway and again with just another mass of people all screaming and yelling and this is where they, they the gag really starts to kick in that anthony the owner of the hotel has to run his fat ass up and down the stairs and he's just and he's like god damn it not again <laughs> just running up the stairs <laughs> as fast as he can casey's out in the hall saying it's some creature it's some something was in there something was touching me and you know people run in there and there's nothing in there you know and she's she's freaked out she stays with the the neighbor who was the lady who told the story about the old lady she she stays with her and Everyone's in the hallway, and Anthony, the store owner, uh, owner's like, All right, everybody, get back, get out of, get out of here. Nothing to see here. Uh, just, yeah. It's just so over the top and crazy. Love Anthony. Love him. Um, we cut back to Belial in getting back into his room via the window, and he climbs up into the basket. But in, And when he gets into the basket, you see him looking at a pair of red panties, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Belial, come on. You're a panty you sniffer. Come you on, bro. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't take them socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fuck pain. Up, he <laughs> give, wants them socks. Give me them socks. Give me them socks. Dwayne takes the bat. Okay. Uh, ba -ba 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 he has a date with Sharon, right? The blonde girl's coming up too. Like another one, he sees her again. Yeah, he does. No, he also he goes back and sees uh, his next appointment with the doctor with Fuller, right? The chick doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, he goes to see her, and it turns out she's not actually she. Well, she's a doctor, but she's not the type of doctor they expected. I believe she's actually a vet. I believe she's a veterinarian. Uh, yeah, Which, this is what we get next. Is Doctor Cutter? She's a Cutter. Yeah, cool. he goes he goes to see her and he realizes that she's a vet. And he's like, "What the hell? Yeah. She's a vet? She's not even a doc? Jesus Christ!" <laughs> he gets pissed and rightfully so. <laughs> hey man, you take what you can get when you're trying to do some illicit uh, under the table. Yeah, no shit. Weird flesh turd removal. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. Dwayne's in the office. The dogs are barking at the basket, which is pretty funny. Um, uh, dude, listen to this description. Listen to this description. Dr. Cutter is a veterinarian. A dog barks at a basket in the waiting room. With plenty of noise and blood, Belial kills her. That's the whole... That's what they have as the scene. That's why you take your own notes. That's why you take your own notes. <laughs> so oh, she, man. He goes, this is like one of the best craziest death scenes in the movie i know it was like such a great scene everything about this scene i, I actually this is probably my favorite scene in the yeah. whole movie because they set it up so good you know the guy comes in he's got his fucking basket he's asking to see the doctor 
One of the reception, there's twin receptionists. They're tw- like heavy set girls. One's got a broken arm with freckles. They're very unique looking, and it was cool that like they had these weird receptionists. You know, the receptionist take is was like, okay, doctor, need you know, doctor Cutter will see you. And he goes. He's got the basket with him, and he starts kind of like laying. It's like, do you know who I am? Do you know what you, I did? She's like, I know. I I was trying to help your father. I know. I was trying to help you. Trying to help you guys live a normal life. She's basically trying to rat. She's totally okay with what happened. She does not see any. She thinks she did God's work. You know, she separated them so they can go on. You know, living a normal life, and her father could enjoy a, a relationship with her normal son. And she's like, what about Belial? You left him to die. She's like, that's not a man. That's not like, that's not even a human. I was doing, that was a mercy. That was a, that was an act of mercy. And basically Dwayne's like, oh yeah, check this out, bitch. Opens up the basket. Out out pops Belial. Just looking pissed. And they have the longest fight. It's amazing. She's this woman. (laughs) Fucking commits so hard to this fight scene with a flesh turd puppet <laughs> that it it's astounding. It is great. It's it is amazing. Something to behold. I mean, she's screaming and crashing and banging, and it's going on for a while. But and the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like thinking to myself, I'm like, wouldn't someone finally hear yes. something? You know, no they, one at the receptionist comes. Like, is everything okay? Do you need a hand? What can I mean? Like, everybody's like, they're she's looking screaming bloody murder. The room is getting torn apart. Everybody, it's and everybody's just sitting like, they're kind of looking like, oh boy, that sounds like something's happening. There. Yeah, maybe we should help. Nah, fuck that. We're gonna sit right here. So she manages to knock Belial off, but he just leaps right back on, <laughs> just starts shredding her. He gets behind her somehow on the back. Right, he opens up. She opens up a cabinet, or a, pardon he me, a gives, drawer. He, he gives her the mandible claw. Yes, he does. He, he, he gets her. He basically gets her the mandible claw. And at first, he kills her by that. He gets the hand right in there, pulls her down to the ground. You're thinking death by mandible claw. But she, pops, first, back she up, pops back up. She pops back up. He gets behind her. She opens up a drawer. And it's just full of, like, scalpels. scalpels. Just scalpels just, just and needles loose, and scissors. Loose scalpels, <laughs> medical, like, just sharp medical equipment. Yeah. Let's just call it a box of sharps. Yeah. <laughs> the old drawer of blades. And she's trying to grab at, you know, something to defend herself with, but she can't get a grasp. Belial takes her head and pushes it into the drawer. Yeah. Into the drawer of blades. When she pops back up, the receptionists <laughs> are at the door. And she's got five or six scalpels just out, put perfectly pointing out of her face. You can see like the seam of the prosthetics, like right by her eyes, where the the prosthetics where they put, which is kind of bad looking. But oh my god, there's like scissors and scalpels and needles just sticking out of her face, blood all over, coming out of her mouth, all over. She's screaming, looking right, looking right to the camera, and just won't, just hamming it up, just not. Stop. Going all the way, just going, committing all the way, and slowly like falls off, slowly sinks off screen with her hand still <laughs> up. Going, so there, Beth. Good best lord, girl in the movie. good lord. But I can't. There's the physics behind Belial just baffle me. It's just <laughs> science. <laughs> I know I should be reading like not even reading this at all because it's fucking basket case. Because who gives a shit, right? Like right. Said. But how does he have the strength, like? 
the momentum or the the force to push her head down because like where's and he's i don't know he's got like no there's no like force behind it you know, right like, not, 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 no like, leverage or, leverage like, that's yeah. the le- there's no leverage there because he's like gotta be clinging onto her with one arm yeah and then she's, the other she's arm, bending over the waist yeah she can just stand up the waist now he could probably push her head forward maybe but, but yeah, not, not her bo- whole body the whole body down yeah. in his drawer just doesn't doesn't and, work yeah it's not like he can put all of his his flesh turning weight in behind like <laughs> how much do you think Bilal weighs 30 pounds most maybe 40 yeah <laughs> I, I yeah it, it's just a giant sack of flesh and arms so uh, good lord yeah, plus he has, like, no bones. How does his arm even work? Like, is, is his arm the only thing with a bone in it? Right. Like, does he have, like, he obviously has a skull, some sort of maybe a little, a little spine because something's got to connect to the arms. Yeah. You know, they it has to be connected. Like, it, <laughs> I want to see x-rays of Belial. Right? Damn it. I want, I want Belial x-rays now. <laughs> right. I, I'm right there with you, man. I want to see how, a town, how his anatomy is. Oh, right. Anyway, God. so Doctor's dead. Best, Doctor's best, dead. Yeah. Best, best death, movie. yeah. So <clears throat> we cut to Sharon visiting Dwayne then. She wants to let him know that Dr. Needleman is dead. Mm. Um, they they start to make out again, and he's got her on the bed. It looks like they're about to start banging. Yep. But Belial does not want this to happen, Mm-mm. and he pops up out of the basket and starts going, just looking insane. Dwayne kind of holds down Sharon so she can't see around him, and she's looking back at Belial like, "Get the fuck back!" Oh, she can see Belial, I think, at this point. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't freak out. She's like, "Dwayne, get off me!" She's hold. He's holding her down. No, she's freaking out because she sees Belial. She was like, "Dwayne, get-. she wants to get away from that." Thing. I don't. Like, I, that's not what I got. I oh, got that's that. I got, she, she I got that. He was holding her down. She was trying to see what the commotion was, and he's like, "Cause he throws the blankets on top of her and pushes her out the door. I think to keep her from seeing him." I don't think she ever saw him, but she knew something was okay. Maybe she's, up. but she definitely hears him. She's oh like, yeah, she she's knew like, something she's was going on. Like, get off me! Get off me! Yeah. And at this point, I guess. Do you think? Well, I was kind of like an evil Pokemon, too. In my okay, explain. I don't know. Pokemon live in little balls that like, come out of balls. Like I don't know. But he's just in a and basket. He, he, he's like. He's like Go well, fight. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Dwayne's using Belial. Fight, fight my fights. Kill people for me. Like, Belial, I choose you. And he throws the basket <laughs> at the doctor, and Belial just comes out of the room. Like, it's a Pikachu or something. It's just Belial going, <laughs> I want to see Belial in a Pokemon game. Dude, I like it. That, I don't even do Pokemon Black, but I know Cincinnati Jeff does. I know that, yeah, the Dukes of Spook know about Pokemon. I want to see a Belial Pokemon card. If, there, if it's a card game, I don't know. Ooh, or what. Yeah. Put Belial in Pokemon. What's, and- what's his powers? <laughs> what's his you know weaknesses? That kind of thing. <laughs> Stairs. <laughs> Stairs. Stairs. <laughs> uh, che- Stairs are his weakness. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Cincinnati Jeff, not just McWerewolf. Check out the Dukes of Spook on Here Comes the Spooky Podcast. They're great. Or maybe artists out there want to make a Belial Pokemon card, like fan art. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be you great. Want to make a Belial Pokemon card. That'd be fantastic. Uh, so this is where we find Dwayne gets pissed off at Belial for like the first time, and he's just like, "God damn it, Belial! Why are you on love? Why can't you understand that? Why you know just yeah. every time I'm about to be happy, you gotta go and fuck it all." Yeah, he's and, he's uh... getting really pissed off, but you could tell there's like some true tension coming up here. Yeah, like Dwayne falls asleep and Belial's looking at him like thinking, "Oh shit, is Belial gonna kill him?" It's kind of a hence. It was just just really short. Um. <clears throat> 
And yeah, when Belial looks at him, he ha- he doesn't kill Dwayne. He just kind of looks at him and he goes out the window. Yeah. When he goes out the window. <clears throat> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> He's like fleshy Spider-Man now. <laughs> like he just shoot like fleshy tendrils out. Is that how he gets around? Like venom through tendrils. I don't know. Like just swing around a flesh. So string. Dwayne is still in bed, and he starts dreaming of himself naked, running through this through the city. And ladies, and, you're in for a treat. Or fellas. Or fellas, because oh. you get to see him hanging dog, running down his dark street, dick flopping around his beautiful pubic bush bro i don't know if it's something with the 80s but that bush was just as fucking fantastic as his hair yeah dude it It was was so gigantic i think his bush was permed man just starts under his belly button and ends mid thigh i think it was gigantic huge bush and here you see his little flesh flopping sausage dog just flopping around in that jungle down there but hey man good on him and they show it a lot they do It's a lot of flopping dawn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but we cut to uh, Sharon sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it cuts back between the two of them sleeping or, you know, dreaming and sleeping. And then all of a sudden we see Belial yep. in the room with Sharon. Somehow. How does he know where she lives? <laughs> yes. Well, maybe the psychic connection. Cause but he it's only with, as far as we know, Dwayne doesn't even know where she lives. He's well, never he, been she there. Did, he, she did write his, her address for him. I thought it was just his number. She no, gave she a phone wrote number. down. As, it's like where do you? Because he did ask when they were getting ready for the date. Where where do you live? Okay. And she wrote down an address. So maybe, All right, maybe. They, but <laughs> but even then, still, he should. Know. He's a blob in the. Does he city. know how to read? He's, exactly. Well, well, the, I get the maybe aunt was reading to him. So I know guessing. he knows how to read though. He doesn't even know. How, for him, he just can't, he can't even talk. Right. He doesn't yeah. know what words. Well, he can psychically connect. Maybe just emotionally, though. Yeah. Maybe it's not yeah. words. Yeah. This is, this is, we're getting too pretty deep into basket Yeah. Case, well, yeah. there's something this <laughs> deserves to be answered, these questions. We, that's why we, we that's why we get paid the big bucks. We ask the tough <laughs> questions. <laughs> can basket case read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how does he poop? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is poop, but I mean, seriously, if this guy's, how's he eat? He's eating all those well, burgers. Well, he's the shit out of those burgers. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's eating burgers. Where's he shit? Where's his anus? Where exactly? How's he pee? <laughs> <laughs> is he like a or Does he poop out his mouth? Like what oh. is going on? I want answers to Belial. <sighs> <laughs> Just when they think they have the answers, I change the questions. <laughs> Good lord! All right, so Belial is now checking out Sharon's, you know, sleeping body. He pulls off her clothes, and we have titties. titties! It's close to the end of the movie, and we get titty shot. So I, there we go. Got some boobies. Yes, we're adults. <laughs> And they're nice looking boobs, actually. Yes. They're much nicer than I expected. Like, oh, yes. And dude, nice I boobs. love when Belial is touching her titties. At <laughs> yeah, first, he just goes, boop, <laughs> just touches the nipple. Just boop. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like a cat. Just, he's like, just doing that little, t- is that little touch. Like, little touch. Like, little boop, boop. Yeah. Boop, boop. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, Bruh. Yeah, and then he gets the full on grope. <laughs> yeah. But I swear, it's like, tune in Tokyo. Yeah. Just like, just twist the nipple, just a little touch of the nip. Oh my God. It was so great. And then. <laughs> what we see next is Dwayne wakes up and he realizes that he's not dreaming because he's kind of like he's dreaming that he's making love to Sharon and he's having like this dream. And yeah. 
all of a sudden he wakes up and realizes, oh shit, this isn't a dream. This is Belial. He hops, and, and then he cut the Belial, and he hops on top of Sharon. Uh-huh. He's feeling her up. She wakes up. <laughs> just starts like a POV shot of like the camera on her hips and like looking up at her, yeah. just screaming. He reaches up and like grabs her mouth or yeah. head. Mammal claws that shit just, again. And she, he like knocks her out. Yeah. Like, she passes out. <laughs> Mandible claw style, iron claw or something like that. Just... We see <laughs> the oh, fucking God. iron claw. You get the invincibility of the iron claw. Yeah, you can't beat it. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. And dude, I just fucking love. We see Dwayne running down the street. He finally oh, he he I runs love... over to Sharon's place. Runs, runs. Like, again, yes. I guess she must not be that far away for Belial to get there. New York's not. I mean, it's a big city, it's, man. It's the biggest city in the world. <laughs> well, it's popular, densely <laughs> popular. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Jesus Christ, he finally gets to her house. And Belial, oh my god. He is in the middle of Humpa Dumpa. No, he's not even that. He is literally... that's what I'm saying. He's in the middle of humping. He's not humping. He ain't humping. He is literally eating her out. No! Yes! Dude, did you not see the blood? He's on top of her. His face is in her crotch, and there's blood all around her. No, I, I saw him... Holding on his uh, like his little arms and her hips, and he's on top, like rubbing back and forth. He's eating her pussy. Totally didn't see. There's snow. blood all yes, over her. Yes, there is blood all over because I guess he's got claw dick that just <laughs> comes out like fucking Sadler from Resident no. Evil Four. Ah. You know, <laughs> he's no. I swear he's eat, he is eating her. He's like he's he is down there munching on that muff, just <laughs> eating it. And that's why there's blood there. Because when Dwayne comes in, he's trying to rip him off. He's got his teeth. Because he, he, he won't. He, he can't, can't get her off. He, yeah. Because his teeth are bedded in. He's I just thought he had like a hooked, barbed dick. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's worse than Jesus Christ. No, he's like, he's like eating. He's like, God damn, is it fantastic to see. Oh. It's it's so crazy looking. Because here. She's this, dead. I mean, yeah. she's, she's a, just yeah. hot, naked lady. <laughs> hot naked lady there with this fucking shit turd puppet on top <laughs> blood all over and the guy's trying to pull her off and it's just so bonkers can you imagine that actress during this scene like trying to act like okay first of all you're gonna do, have to act with this turd puppet it's and a then, living <laughs> and you're gonna be naked yeah and it's gonna be on top of your crotch <laughs> we're gonna you, cover you in fake blood well, all over all you. your crotch and you just have to lay there while another guy comes running in, while you're naked still, by the way, and tries to fight this puppet off your crotch, and you just lay there dead and naked. Sign me up. Sign, <laughs> like, sign me up. For this movie. <laughs> it's like, what is the pitch to get – you have to tell a woman to, to do that, you know? Well, here in the description it says, Belial is making love to her. By the that – Belial is killing her with lots of blood spilled all over the place. That's all it says. <laughs> okay, terrible. Dude, you can't do this. Anymore. Yeah. And do you want to hear the rest of it? Because <laughs> there's just like one sentence left. Sure. <laughs> so, okay, let's just, let's, let's let our no, version let's go let, first. We'll read that at the end. Cause I want, yeah, I, yeah. So basically. Dwayne starts <laughs> running down the street with basket, with the basket in tow. And he's like, I can't believe you did that. I just want to be happy. Why well, have to ruin everything? And he'll like stop and like bash the basket against the wall. Throw it down, kick it, pick it back up, walk around with it. He's really like giving the basket the old one-two yeah. as he's walking back to his hotel, just yelling at it. You know, mm-hmm. he crashes into the hotel. He throws it against the steps. Anthony's like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, I think he. I don't know if it's right at this point or not, but at one point he goes, "This isn't a hotel. It's a nut house." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's my love. <laughs> 
He's like, yeah, it's not the scene, but he at one point yeah, he's like he running down that. the stairs. And he goes, "This isn't a hotel. It's a nut house." I think that's when. Uh, I think that was back when Casey got attacked. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's funny. Great again, Anthony. Wonderful. So yeah, he gets back to his room. And he's yelling. He's like, I, you know, he's frantic. Grandma goes, we got to leave. now. we got to go. We got to blah, blah, blah. He's like, I should kill you. I'm going to kill you. Or something. I should, ah. And Belial and, ain't playing that shit. No, Belial erupts out of his basket again, just screaming. All <gasps> like, this ah! is, and flies across the room flies somehow. Somehow. How is he propelled? What is propelling him across <laughs> his room? He has no legs to jump. Like, what is happening? <laughs> but he launches out of the basket, attaches Dwayne. Dwayne and him fight. He gets Belial off him, and then Belial <laughs> grabs Dwayne by the junk. Oh, my God. Belial's, like, on the bed at yeah. this point, and Dwayne's next to him. He grabs Dwayne by the junk, just a big, meaty flesh hand by the junk, lifts Dwayne up into the off his feet. By his crutch. By his dick, basically. <laughs> In comes, I think, Anthony and a bunch, a of, bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, they're all coming out there, and they see Belial holding uh, and, uh, Dwayne up by the dick off, this, off the ground. And they're just the, like, holy, holy shit, shit. Belial's like, <laughs> <laughs> And eventually, I guess, uh, they, Dwayne, or they, they get. They fall to they the ground. Fall, no, they fall out the window. Yeah, they fall to the ground. They struggle some more, and they, Dwayne falls backwards out the, the window. window. Yeah, they, they're fighting. So they both fall out the window. The, the, the camera pans out to the window, and there's Belial with one hand oh, holding it, on to it, the it pans, fire it, pan, it, it pans over, and there's, like, a group of, like, prostitutes. Yes. Like, four <laughs> prostitutes. Yeah. Like, sitting there like, so what you think about that, John? And they're just smoking cigarettes, and they're just talking. And one just kind of looks up and takes a few steps and goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we see Belial hanging on to the neon sign that says Hotel Bronson. Wasn't that? I thought it was the fire escape. Uh, no, it was, it was the neon sign. And the, he's got okay. one hand holding on to it, 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 the fire escape above the neon sign. But the, the neon sign's right there. Yeah. I say he's he's holding the on and with one hand, and the other hand's completely extended, and the other hand just has a fucking death grip around the, a stranglehold oh, yeah. around the neck of Dwayne. His, his, his neck now, yeah. It's so ridiculous <laughs> looking. It's so crazy looking. This is like, this is what Sylvester Stone watched. Like, we have to do this to Cliffhanger. <laughs> this is where you got this race for cliffhanger and he's hanging there and Dwayne's like yeah death grip on Dwayne's neck and he's he's choking and choking and choking and I'm thinking, like, and, and he's losing his grip a little bit yeah. and I'm thinking okay Dwayne's gonna get loose or something's gonna nope he fucking Belial chokes out he kills he killed Dwayne, Dwayne before Belial loses his grip yep. And they both go plummeting about a story or two. At least, at least two. Yeah, to the ground. Plonk. On splat the on the sidewalk. Dwayne hits first, and then Blyle's fleshy turn mount is plonk right there next to it. There's an above shot where everyone, like the prostitutes and the people from the hotel, all run out and like, oh my god, look at this crazy mess that's happened here. Everyone's freaking out. The camera starts to pan back. Roll credits. That's it. That's basket case. That's it. So do you want to hear what? <laughs> yeah. They... Now I want to hear what that last. What they. <laughs> okay. So this is Belial after he kills. Um. You know he. It says Belial killed her. And there's lots of blood that was spilled. And this is where it picked up. Dwayne is so angry at Belial that he tries to kill him. Dwayne takes Belial back to the hotel where they fight until they both tumble out the window till their deaths. Nothing. That's it. <laughs> How do you leave? That's like the most. 
again, there's very few crazy scenes, but that ending scene is insane with Belial just grabbing by the junk and lifting them off the ground, off the floor, with one crazy mutant super strength hand and just holding him by his dick. And at one point, you can see, I think you can see the wires holding yeah. Drain up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he comes rushing in and Drain's like, ah! And they're like, oh my God! It's, it's bonkers. It's it's crazy fucking scene. And then they had the death grip outside. Like it's and that required more than one sentence. Ugh. All right, so yeah, that's uh that's basket case, guys. Uh, let's move on to our favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, I'm pretty sure we we've already said it, but just for go on record, Doctor Cutter, Doctor Cutter, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, agree. honorable mention, Dad getting killed by the saw. Yes. Honorable mention, yes, yeah. I agree. That's but the way Doctor Cutter and maybe even sharing because that's yeah. Strong, but yeah. Doctor Cutter is by far the, the best. Yeah, it, it, the dads was okay. I think it could have been the best if they just would have shown more. I mean, it would be an expensive gag to do or tr- you know, yeah, trick because I'm sure this is pretty low budget. But yeah, Doctor Cutter all the way. Uh, Hundred percent. All right, hundred percent agree. That was quick and easy. Moving on to Osmonds. Just when you thought it was over. Here comes the odds and ends. All right. Ratings. IMDb gives it 6.2 out of 10. Higher than I thought. Yeah, especially for IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. 76% on the thermometer. That's the critic score. 76. That's one of the highest ratings we've seen (laughs) for this movie. Audience score, 54%. That seems more like it. Still high, but 76 for a fucking... Yeah, that's that's weird. That's really weird. <clears throat> Amazon, four and a half out of five. No shit. Yes. Blue, I was like, boom, mind blown. Did not expect those. Plot keywords, 132 plot keywords. Um, here are some of them. Oh, do... So, go ahead. All right. Wicker basket. Yes. Sexual arousal. Yeah. Rape. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage bag. Garbage bag. Crotch grab. Yeah. Boxer shorts. White briefs. Oh, I One know. of our I, favorites. I... Psychotronic. Boo! 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 Psychotronic. <laughs> and. Are they back? Are they I back? I think you know where you're going. It's got to be panties, baby. You know, what, you know what? They're back. They're back. They're back. <laughs> They're Pan- back. Panty lovers. Red panties. Red panties. (laughs) Thank thank you, panty lovers. Keeping the tradition of horrible horror, having panties as a plot keyword continues. Yes. We've had a gap for a while. We did have a gap, but they're back. So nice to see. They've been gone, but not forgotten. (laughs) Coming back. Well, once you started saying boxers, I'm like, oh, yeah, panties have got to be. That's why I said that one for last. All right, trivia. Surprisingly, a lot of trivia for this movie that I've dug up. Um, so for uh, most of the credits that appear at the end of the film are fake. The crew was so small. It was very, very small. And rather than repeat the same names over and over again, they decided to just start making up names <laughs> for the credits. Uh, according to writer director Frank Henenlotter, he was uh, emboldened to make the movie because he believed that nobody would ever see it. He claims to have been horrified when it became a success. More than 30 years after its initial release, it remains a cult classic among horror fans. Uh, in addition to providing a face cast for the Belial puppet, Kevin Van Hentenreich, Hentenreich also performed the Mutant Twins voiceover effects. The film, keep this in mind, the film's budget was so low that the crew would go dumpster diving for discarded furniture and plumbing to dress the sets. Wow. <clears throat> uh, the idea for the movie came to Frank 
Hennen Lauder when he was brainstorming movie titles that hadn't been used before. The title Basket Case made him think about monster living in a basket, and the film evolved from there. Uh, Sharon's actress Terry Susan Smith wore a wig for all of her scenes because she was bald at the time of filming. So that's why her uh. hair looks so big and poofy. It was a wig. Her hair? Mm-hmm. Sharon. She was wearing a wig? Yeah, apparently. She's Pretty wearing a wig. good-looking wig. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I, I yeah. Uh, the role of Casey was, was originally much smaller, but after Fr- director Frank Cotenletter saw Beverly Byers' performance as a character, they expanded the character to a secondary lead, and she's appeared in all of his films since, from that point on. Uh, in 2015, 30 years after the film's release, Casey's, uh, and actress Beverly Bonner starred in a stage production called Casey 30 years later <laughs> with a screaming of Basket Case before the show. So she went on to make a one-woman show or something about her that's character after the events of Basket Case. Hilarious. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Good for her. That's, I would that's actually awesome. like to see that. No shit. I think. I'd, be very, I'd be very intrigued. Um, the scenes at the Statue of Liberty were shot without a permit. The crew figured that by the time they would that by the time they would be asked to leave, they would have gotten all the footage they, they needed for the brief, brief scene. Guerrilla style. Guerrilla style. Like it. Uh, the centerfold on O'Donovan's wall is of Mary and Madeline Collison, Playboy's first twin playmates. Yeah. So there's the theme of the twins. We had Belial and Dwayne. We had the twin receptionists. Now there were twin playmates on a poster in there as well. Cool. Uh, puppetry for Belial is performed by the producer's eight-year-old daughter after the puppet shrank down uh, to be too tight for adult hands. <laughs> So in some scenes, you had an eight, the do- director's daughter <laughs> operating below. That's and awesome. I hope it wasn't a scene where she was grabbing the dude's dick. <laughs> I really hope that was not the scene. Yeah, there could be some uh, some weird issues there. But man, well, that's that. Think about being a kid. Be like, okay, you get to be part of the part of the production crew. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. That'd be so cool. Um, during the street shots where Dwayne first arrives in New York, a raving man bursts out of a porno star and threatened the crew not to film at his store. <laughs> so that had been the opening scene with the drug yeah, dealer where they're yeah. walking by there. But yeah. Uh, one of the fake names in the credits is Watson Pr- uh, Pritchard. This is the name of Elijah Cook's character in House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> and at one point, Kevin Van Heikenreich refers to Dwayne during a scene with Casey at the bar, often thought to be a continuity error. Uh, Van Hattenreich said in later interviews that he did this intentionally as he was playing Belial during that sequence. So I don't know if that's just him trying to cover up a fucking goof later down the road. But yeah, that's one of the when he's in the bar talking to Casey, he refers to uh, himself or as Belial or something like that instead of Dwayne. Or, yeah. and I think that's just him saying, oh, I was actually, I was really Belial speaking through me. And that's why, but that's. Never happened. In no, the movie they never. Before. They never that's did that. Never and did that. I think that's the same trying to cover up a. Hercules. A that'd be kind of cool if they did that. Yeah, if they if they led or did more of that, that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, it definitely help establish that psychic, weird, maybe multiple person. That definitely add layers to this. Um, especially if you didn't see Belial right away, and yeah. it, it was more of like a, maybe he's just got multiple personality disorder and he's going back and forth and he's really and maybe. Belial's not real, or he's just a dead thing in a basket. He's already can't. That would have been really kind of an interesting yeah. way to go, too. But that's it. That's oh, it'd be just carrying around like a rotting pile of Belial goop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. he's, just, he's been dead his whole time, but he's just in his head. He's right. been crazy. That that would be actually really interesting. true way. basket case. True basket case. Yeah. Um, that'd be pretty cool. So uh, that brings us to the budget game. Why won't Mike do it? Time for Aaron to blow his wad with 
the budget game. How, how do you know I'm going to blow my wad? I don't know. I just haven't used that one in a while. Yeah. I want to mix it up. Okay. All right. But I just <clears throat> had a feeling. 1982. You, are, you already kind of tipped your cap a little bit, saying that the crew had to go dumpster diving for... That's not tipping my hat. That's trying you, well, to give you a... Well, whatever. Yes. Tip of the cap, kick in the nuts, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> kick in the nuts. So 1982, horror is still, like, it's getting hot at the time. It's not in its fever pitch yet where everything was, you know, when production companies were throwing more money at people to make these films. Things were shot guerrilla style. I mean, really, there was no special effects, essentially, you know, other than the Belial critter, a little bit of claymation. <sighs> A lot of shots, though. A lot of locations. Um, I mean, you had Times Square, Ellis Island, um, doctor's offices, bars. Um, you know, a second, two or three different spots. Uh-oh. I'm gonna say two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred k. <clears throat> All right, Aaron, guess two hundred thousand dollars. No, no. Well, yeah. No. Okay. You were wrong, and you did blow your wad. All right. The budget started at sixteen thousand dollars. Holy cow! It ended up at thirty-five thousand dollars by the time it was done. Wow. Yeah. That's really impressive for what they did for that little. They money. did a lot of like. Uh, they'd film stuff and, and then they'd, they'd try to take around to investors and uh, keep showing them stuff and they, over time they get, they start get more money to put back into it. And they, so it was very, very, very low budget and then they, they kept trying to have to earn money to keep filming as they went along because they'd run out of money or they'd mm -hmm. have to... So yeah, there was a very low budget. Movie. Well, fucking A. Way to go. Yeah. Do you have any gross? No. Damn. I don't even know if this was released in theaters. I think it's probably straight to VHS. Well, it fucking... I mean, it was independent. There's right. probably no way this was a theater theatrical release. But no, I have no idea what this. I'm sure he made. made his nut back though, man. Well, at least now in DVD time. sales yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Syndication, you know, yeah. Syndication. I've never seen this. Well, thing that's, on you TV, know what I mean. You yeah. know what I mean. But being on being on platforms for, yeah, rental or, or whoever owns the copyright or yeah. now. But all right, uh, let's move on to Mortal Kombat. Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat Combat? All right. So, I realized I should have, I, I did have a fail, fail sound effect for when you failed that. Oh? I forgot. I, my soundboard here gets a little. <clears throat> I thought you would have definitely hit me with the price is right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was looking for, but I couldn't find it at the time. I'm like, oh, wait, there it is. So, I just went with the closest thing. Like, I, kind of so I, I need Christian, something. I need you something. Got Christian Bale yelling at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I figured that's a good, good backup. All right, Mortal Kombat Combat. Uh, we had 840 total reviews. Again, this blows my mind. 75% of them are five stars. Cult classic, baby. Only 5% are one star reviews. So, very one sided battle this week. Uh, start with the five stars. We have Movie Man Kev. 
who I think we've seen before, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, this writes, a heartwarming tale of brotherly love. <laughs> Five stars. That's funny. From Michael P. in the D. <laughs> this is a movie. Great name. <laughs> yeah. This is a movie to watch if you like Troll 2, Evil Dead 2, etc. I also recommend Savage Land, Savage Island. Uh, sorry, that was my comic book uh, <laughs> geek coming out. Savage Island and Savage Abduction, two completely unrelated films. If you are a glutton for movie pain, five stars. Now, I won't know if I would relate this up there with Evil Dead 2. I, I don't yeah, know I about that. Troll yeah. 2? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But Evil Dead 2 is kind of... I don't know if I put it in that category. No. Mateo S. Basket Case is a rite of passage for the uninitiated horror fan and comfort food for the seasoned. If you simply haven't lived, you simply haven't lived until you experience this trashy masterpiece. Five stars. I can kind of get behind that. F. Johnson. This movie is gross and weird and goofy. Five stars. Preach. Candle Lover. Oldie but goodie. Love it. Check out Mother's Day. Which I put that because we have checked that Mother's Day. Check, Mother's check Day. out our episode of Mother's Day yeah. from like three years ago. It's been a while. God damn. Um, and from Magician writes, my wife's favorite movie. I don't know why, but happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> that one made me laugh. That's a good one. So that was, I mean, there were a lot of five stars. So those were just some of the ones I sure. can move on to one star. Uh, from Tom Hunter, 1968, horror classic, dot, 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 hated it, one star. Lynn Allen, I remember watching this as a kid and feeling creeped out by it, so I wanted to watch it again as an adult, and it was so cheesy, but I could see why I thought it was creepy. Maybe a remake would be better, one star. Crypto EMT, unless you enjoy <laughs> movies that are not funny, not scary, and have the worst actors this side of rodeo clowns, do not watch this series of horrible flicks, putrid, not even so bad, it's funny. Absolutely the worst films in the history of mankind. Heed my warnings. Sucks! One star. One of the worst, like, usernames of mankind. Crypto EMT. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, and that's it, because all the rest of them were just fucking war and peace length novel reviews, like just page, like page long reviews. Or they're just people bitching about like, the actual packaging or the Blu-ray transfer, right, right. not the actual movie itself. I hate so, when they do that. Yeah, it, it's not. So that, there wasn't much to go with this week, as far as that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that, that, was, that's, that was that's that. Let's wrap it up. That was basket case. I mean, now there was some. Um, oh, remake. That's an interesting one. Reboot or, or boot or reboot? Boot or reboot. It's yeah, I kind of like dust off that old chestnut. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to say reboot. Really? Yeah, because it is, it is a quote-unquote cult classic, but it's still obscure enough that not a lot of people, you know, have seen it or have any interest in seeing it. And, you know, doing a reboot, and you maybe can even incorporate some of the ideas that we tossed around before, you know. Um yeah, it could be kind of fun. Uh, and plus, you can get a little more scientific with it. You can answer some of those unanswered questions. That might be kind of fun. I, I think it could definitely be redone. And it would, while, while still paying homage to the original, I would say reboot. I would like to see a different version of it or a more cleaned up version of it. Uh, I say boot it. Really? I'm With an asterisk. And I'm going to touch on what you said a minute. I'm going to say do not reboot it if you're going to remake it just the way it is. Because... This movie is terrible in the, you know, it is a cult classic because it's terribleness and because of its 
horribly cheesy, low-budget effects. And that's where it gets its weird charm, charm from. Yeah. If you redid it with Mario stuff and like, and try to redo Belial Mario and make him look good, I think it loses its charm and its its place in the cult pantheon of movies or whatever you yeah, want Yeah, I mean, it. you don't need a multi-million dollar so, budget I'm to saying, reboot it. Right, but I'm just saying, I would just leave it. Just leave it be its cheesy, historic, nostalgia case or whatever it is you want and leave it alone. But if you are going to reboot it, here's what I say is we go back, you reboot it different, kind of like what I said. Like, it's kind of like the idea Leave Belial kind of dead. Up. Leave him dead. And he's just dead mm-hmm. in the basket. Maybe, you know, it's all the same until, you know, and do it like, 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 Basket case meets psycho type thing where the surgery happens, Belial dies, but Dwayne is so obsessed with it, takes the dead Belial thing out of the trash, it keeps in the basket, and then he starts going crazy. He, 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 he quote unquote transforms yes. into tra- he, Belial he, yeah, to he, commit these murders. Yes. And the big reveal at the end is that Belial has been dead the whole time, and it is just Dwayne as, as a separate, you know, alter ego or something like that. Uh, and make, maybe that would be the direction, and and that way you don't have to try to you don't lose the crappy yet charming effect effect yeah. of the crappy you know original Monster, Belial, yeah. which I think would put would tarnish the a remake value and kind of like hey, it, I think a remake in that case would be very bad because I don't think that the charm the the charm of its terribleness is what makes it well charming and and watchable. If you did now, I think it'd just be a bad shitty movie that wouldn't be you know having lasting i say reboot <laughs> i say reboot but you have to you'd have to change i think you change mm-hmm. up where blau's dead and and Dwayne's just multiple personality he's absorbed and it's just going do it that way then i think it, it could be interesting and i would i'd be more interested in watching yeah. that kind of remake than an official a remake of the original dude i wonder number two i mean we saw belial and Dwayne fall to their deaths. Yeah, I, they come back. I guess they didn't die. Yeah, they're unconscious. And then, and then I think the third one, one of them is like they have a kid. Like Belial has a kid or something yeah. like that. So Belial bangs something. I don't know if he's he blank he bangs a trash bag or he, you know, roadkill skunk <laughs> or something like that. Whatever the fuck he's having sex with, but uh, he, he somehow there's a baby involved. <laughs> So that one we might have to get to. I don't yeah. think I ever saw that one. I think I did see number two at one point, but I don't think I saw the third one with the, the, the kid, the Belial baby. Um, all right, so that's that. That's uh, that's uh, so um, so final thoughts, Aaron. What do we got this week? You know, I'm kind of torn because uh, it is a classic. It is something that uh, I do think every horror fan, like hardcore horror fan, should see. Mm-hmm. But that still doesn't really save it for me. Yeah, I'm still gonna say so bad it's scary. It's not one that I want to go out and own. Um, you know, like not of something strange. I own that because it was awesome and it was <laughs> low budget and totally weird. But I had so much fun watching it. This one, I didn't have a lot of fun watching it. It was okay. I got bored at certain times, and there there was that '80s charm. I'm really having a hard time saying so bad it's scary, but I'm still gonna lean into it because I'm not probably not gonna watch it again anytime soon. Right. If it's on at a at a party or something, I'll be like, hey, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a goofy. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I just don't think uh, it's 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 not good enough to own and want and to, to, to watch over and over again. There's better movies to goof on with your friends at Halloween parties or things like that. But I do think hardcore horror fans should see it. 
I, I still think that. I still think it's 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 got its place for a reason. It's one of the first of its kind to really lean into the camp, you know, like to try and be serious but still be campy. So, uh, there's that's kind of my thought. I feel yeah, like I'm actually right there with you. I feel I, like really fifty fifty. Yeah, but I'm just I'm like I'm not gonna watch it again. So I'm gonna say so bad. It's scary. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with you. I I was torn. Like I don't know where I go with this one, and for the exact same thing because it, it is it does have a kind of classic 80s horror like when you think of cheesy it has it's, it's, the top, it has it's, it's the place top of the yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's the top of the list of like the cheesy bad 80s horror movie like, this is kind of like well troll 2 or something like that it, it's it's infamous for how bad right. this movie is and the, the ridiculous mm-hmm. premise and all that and the bad effects um so and i agree like i think horror fans should watch it once and just to experience it and say yeah you see this piece of odd cinema history if you want to call it that and it just they it, it experienced it one time but like i said i don't think it, it's not one that's in my rotation i wouldn't really watch it again i you know it's like okay once you see it you can move on um it is a bad movie the acting the actors are pretty terrible yeah. the, the writing is not great um so i kind of agree with you like from that point like i and too i'm also gonna say so bad scary like asterisks by it but yeah I'm gonna agree with you. So bad, it's scary. It, it's it's like a it, it's it's like obligatory viewing. Like you you have to or you know now it's like you have to watch it once. Just yeah, to make, I, it's I, like it's like high school English like literature books. Like you have to read it. To Kill a Mockingbird, everyone's read it. Everyone you know? read. It. it doesn't mean I don't think it's that great. I don't understand why people get so like. But you have to read it because it's just one of the classics. Right, right. It's just and you read it read. once, you yeah. move on. You never mm. have to touch the game, but you can say, yeah, I've read it. I've been there, mm. done that. Yeah. And that's kind of what I feel about this movie. So I'm going to say, so bad it's scary as well. But watch it if you haven't, because you just have to. Yeah. I agree. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Do your homework. Watch Basket Case. You'll never have to watch it again. Exactly. Uh, so that's that's it. So that's going to do it for us. We'll wrap it up. Uh, all right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Love you. Uh, check us out on, you know. We love you. Love you. Love you. You know, Twitter, iTunes. Uh, iTunes. Well, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. Patreon, if you want to help support the show, that really goes a long way. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you can find us everywhere. Boy, you the enthusiasm shit. is just... I, I'm Because I'm stumbling through it. I feel like, I, you know, like we say this all the time. Like, you guys know where we're at now. If you're listening to us already, you already listened to us. You've already found us somewhere. So, good on you, I guess. <laughs> 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 oh, no, the, fuck it. I oh, boy. You know the fucking deal. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always... Keep it tight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get back in your basket.